Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. I do that all the time. I know, right? I want you to know we're recording right now. I've already started. Oh, why? Thank you, Vinod, for letting us know. The look on Anushka's face right now. It's priceless, but um, anyway, yeah, Maybe guys. you know how I interpret that because you always we are on an audio only podcast and okay. you always trying to tell the people about my face. So, have what I, really I told think, them about your face? Hey, All hey, I said is there's a look that's priceless, hey, 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 hey. but you always commenting on my facial expression. So, how I interpret that is tell me you love my face without telling me you love my face. <laughs> that, that is all. Never seen anything about your face on this podcast again. <laughs> remember my remember that. Um, welcome to episode one eighteen, right? Caribbean Millennials podcast. Another week. I hope you all had a splendid last week. Hope you all got everything you wanted. Hope you all got surprise money and all that jazz. Oh, you know, yes. that's because that's always a good thing to get surprise money, um, isn't it? Dog, if I got surprise money right now. I would be surprised. And the best when Bank of America wake you up in the morning with an email, like, hey, you got cash. <laughs> Talk surprise money, any amount, best thing ever. Um, so, yeah, uh, how was your week, guys? Anushka, how was your week? Without going um, into it too much, it was a little bit of a... Um, Roller coaster, not roller coaster. I mean, it wasn't that dramatic, but um, yeah, I was about to say, like you say, roller coaster. Though, well, I mean, I've been I've been having some stuff going on with my health. I got a diagnosis or whatever this week, without getting into the details. That kind of sent me down a rabbit hole of like, what do I do about my life? So then you were secretly freaking out behind the scenes. That's what you're telling me. Uh, no, on the I, outside, it seemed like you were fine to me. Like No, no, like, no. Okay. no, Not from like a freaking out perspective, but like just actually like, okay, what am I going to do from this point forward? Like coming up with a game plan. And um, that was all well and good. And then um, I saw my co-workers for the first time in yeah, and a long time out into the world. this week. Possibly brought COVID back into our household. Definitely Ooh, did not, not bring COVID back so into our household. To see what happens. Oh, so now we're not allowed to go anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I am. I didn't bring COVID back into oh, our house. Oh, well, we can talk about that because... Um, okay, so I did that Thursday. Yeah. And it was, um, it was just like a long lunch since we... Um, since we all work from home permanently now, they just did kind of like a social, you know, long lunch kind of half day kind of thing. Okay. Um, and that was nice just to kind of see people um, and have that different kind of social interaction because how our marketing marketing team was, it was like this kind of dysfunctional, like family. Like we had like, you, you know, like we have vibe, you know, there's a vibe there. I feel like I need to talk to a psychologist, a shrink, you know, because everyone's like, oh, you know, that social interaction. I'm over here like, fuck that noise. I want to see these people. I want to beat y'all. Um, but I mean, then, so that was Thursday, which was good. Okay. And then um, 
Friday or Thursday, Friday, I got um, I got um, a, um, surprise money. Oh yeah, you got surprise money. Yeah, thing. so I was smiling when you said that because I got. Oh surprised. yeah, we got surprise money. Yeah. Uh, I got surprise. We got surprise. Money. I, I got surprise we, money. We, we got surprise money. Baby, okay. don't forget our vows. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. I can pull up our vows right now on the computer. Oh, wow. So I would really rethink that if you want. If you want, I'll actually post them in the byline for the episode when I put it out. So people can know that what you say is BS. Either way, we got surprise money, y'all. I'm rich. Holla at rich, your boy. I, well, don't holla at your boy. Because I, rich. you know, new phone who this. I don't talk to your brokies anymore. Whoa. Wow. 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 Just imagine if he got that into his direct deposit I know, account. Right? If I got that in my direct deposit account, you would never know. Oh. <laughs> <Cancel> <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> you would never know if okay, I got so that. I, so, I, so I just shouldn't have told you anything. No, no, you should have told oh, me. Oh, okay, okay. You should have told me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Very because you immediately went shopping on Saturday at a farmer's market. So It wasn't a farmer's market. It, it was, was a boho market. And yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Thursday, I did lunch with my coworkers. Friday, we went out and met friends and went to a public space that we probably would not have usually, we would not have gone to it's only because of the friends uh-huh the two people because it's two people that like we actually like a, another couple that we like damn we that's actually... the only two people you like Wait yes then. um i don't know about her but i can say yes because they kind of they kind of have like they kind of share the same values as us and you know we it's similar thinking and they're going through the similar stage in life that we are and whatnot so like it's kind of cool to like meet with couples like that and like talk to them i mean granted they have kids but i mean that also gives us the insight into like what it's like to be at that stage in your marriage and that age trying to grow together with kids and whatnot so i always enjoy meeting them and Mm -hmm. whatnot it's so and just like the like kind of conversations you have right like um we haven't seen those friends in a long time. And um, even how we ended up meeting up with them is I just like sent a message. I created a group chat and sent a message. I was like, I miss y'all. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> right. like that because the last time we met, it was me and the Him. husband. Yeah. We just planned it and be like, yeah, we're going yeah. to we're gonna meet. But we met up with them, but which was good. But like we we did take like a risk because we were in like a very public yeah, yeah high touch kind of yeah we went to our arcade so we went to dave and busters yeah Yeah, i mean it was still you know if it's one thing i miss is dave and busters yeah i'll be honest but even there it was just fun to play yeah you know you know what i mean like you know for the basketball different yeah yeah, yeah. Know? where it's not just sit down dinner heavy yeah, conversation exactly, you know yeah, exactly, kind of thing yeah, yeah there are other uh, things to do mm-hmm. yeah so uh, that was a, a cool thing to do yeah um, and then saturday i went on um my little yeah i don't know um this week this shopping week, spree this was an event yourself me. huh nothing what did you say <laughs> you were, how was your week? 
You know I'm going to listen back to this. How right? was your week, baby? You know I'm going to listen back to this, right? Was that how was our week? Is that what that ended no, up being? No, that was okay, not. So how the, was your week, babe? My week was uneventful. <laughs> Until the end. Uh, no, I lied. My week wasn't uneventful. Um, my week started off very satisfying. That's the best way I can put it. Um, because... No, but you know, you tell people time and time again not to do something and they think they know better and they go and they do it and it's wrong and it's bad and now you have to call them out for it. So this opportunity came up. I didn't personally take the opportunity because I, you know, I don't want to be that person. Plus, I don't want any interaction with those people really and truly. So I let somebody else do the calling out. So I had that. I had that, you know. It was a little bit of pettiness, but it was also a learning experience for them, I hope. So, yeah. But my week was mad productive, in all honesty. I got mad shit done at work. So it's like, it's kind of good to be back on days because there are a lot of stuff that I would have been working on normally that I couldn't work on. That you haven't been working on the last moment. Yeah. And now, like, I back on this, so, like, I getting stuff done and whatnot. I is think, that stressful? No, it's not stressful. What's stressful for me is other people trying to interfere and wanting to be a part of it. Like, you know, too many cooks, cooks type situation. And it's like, it doesn't need that many people on it. Mm-hmm. I have it handled already. I'll give you all the rundown after you know we reach certain points but they want to be in it and be in every step of the way so it slows down the process and sometimes it even it even makes it less efficient because mm. now you find we having extra meetings to discuss stuff that we don't necessarily have to have a meeting to discuss i can give yeah. you a run i can send you an email but they want to be a part of it and they want to say they were there i have some almost of like those, trying to hijack it i have some of those experiences at work as well where someone um will like send an email of something to John be like, we can have a call about it. It's like, I said, no, no, you like, if you gave me it, all the information that I need, I don't need to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't need a call for everything. We yeah. don't meet, need a meeting. Um, I, I've noticed something and I, I, I sometimes I wonder if that was something my parents had to deal with in their workplace dynamic, seeing that like when they worked in government, they were like, you know, government, public servants and whatnot. If they had to deal with people, you know, um, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say trying to steal your, your thunder, but more like just wanting to be, a, wanting to poke their nose in everything you're doing. Almost like they want to be a part of it. You you know, it's like we did the project and you just want me to write your name on it mm. for writing your name on it. You didn't really do anything type thing. So it, it's something I wonder if that's something our parents had to deal with in their time or if this is like of a course, new thing. Of course. How is that? No, it's not new at all. Like human well, no, behavior No, when I is... say new, I mean, is it more heightened now? Mm. That's the best way for me to put it. Because I feel like it, it, it really is. Because a prime example, when you see people like that send out emails, you notice they CC a lot of people on it that don't necessarily need to be CC'd. So it's like, you probably, it seems like you're doing this just to <laughs> let somebody know you're doing something. Uh, so here's the thing that happens to me with someone in particular. They'll send whatever information to me with very little people people cc'd and 
when I send my work or whatever, I CC my boss and yeah. them or whatever. And when they take my work and send it out to they higher level people, they it. don't even put me on it. Okay. So yeah. it's like they're using my work, at, yeah. mm, whatever, whole other deal. But um, Adani. Yeah, Adani, how's, <laughs> how's your, your week? week? You know, so don't my get week, too deep in these office dynamics. My week was weird. A week. Weird. Yeah, it was a week. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was weird. Um. Yeah, that's all I. Can, it was weird. <laughs> it wasn't a bad weird. Wasn't a good weird. It was just a. That it was just one of those strange weeks. Yeah, like you know, like I you're just like, wow, what a week, you know. Yeah. But well, uh, so got through it, and you know, I'm here on the other side. Yo, you had a you had a you good part of your week though that was the CXC results. Oh yes, well, that just happened. But <laughs> hey, we're yeah. still this past week. It's something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I taught. Well, you all know I taught before I left and moved to a new job at Simmers College, and apparently the CXC for the entire cohort of Form Fives. I was 100% pass rate, 47 ones, which I guess could be considered an A, um, 27 twos, which are Bs, and then okay. um, four threes, which I guess could be considered Cs. But all of these are passing, passing marks. So I am quite happy with that. And, um, you know, good I consider job, that... Good job, Mr. Edmund. Yeah, good I consider job, that a good, a good <laughs> teaching... Um, a good foreign into teaching. Like, I was so worried that I would be so bad. Like, they would, like I would just be, like, feeling these guys. So, like, i kind of happy that the results say otherwise. So, hey, mm-hmm. nobody failed in the entire year. Well, uh, no, nobody who actually did sat CXC that year. So, okay, good okay. stuff. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, what, what has gone on this week in the world? Because I'm I going to be honest. I don't know that I want to talk so much about what is going on this week, but I kind of want to talk about the article, one of the articles I shared in the in Okay, group before we get to your article, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, the, the, the one thing I've seen and I keep seeing, and maybe it's partly because I follow it, because it's really something that I'm interested in, is the whole Kyrie Irving and Brooklyn Nets situation. Because... I like basketball, okay? So, for anyone who doesn't know, um, you know, New York City, New York, on a whole, has its um, vaccine mandate. And the NBA has put in rules saying that each team must, ap- must abide by the rules of the city they're in. So, if you are unvaccinated and you're on the Brooklyn Nets, you cannot play any home games in Brooklyn. You can probably play away games or depending on the, the rules of the city you go to, but you for sure cannot play any games on the Brooklyn Nets home game in the story. And Kyrie Irving is not vaccinated and doesn't plan to be vaccinated. So this week, the Brooklyn Nets announced that he'll not be playing any home games or any away games, as in he's not playing any games. And also, at this point they don't know if they will be extending his contract because the the extension was going to be upwards of $110 million or something like that. Do they get paid per... How yes, does that work? They do. Okay. And he's not going to get that many either if he's not playing those games, okay. which I think is it's, it's something like 
three million a game or it's some it's some yeah. number like that. I can't remember. And, and you get bonuses if you do really well, right? Yeah, okay, exactly. okay. So yeah. at least at so, least three million. <laughs> so here playing, here playing, no money. Mm-hmm. End of story. So I've been following that, and <laughs> it, it's funny to me. Because a lot of people online, there's a lot of outrage. It's outrage on both sides. The people who are like, oh, it's our body, our choices. And I, you know, I applaud him for taking that stance. And then the others who are like, oh, just take the vaccine already. You're saying you, you're doing it for your family. But how is not taking the vaccine, doing it for your family, all of that? And honestly, I'm literally here just laughing. Because I'm like, what did you expect from a flat oofer? If anybody does not oh, know, he is yes. yes. Oh, if you look back, Kyrie okay. Irving believes that the Earth is flat. So I have a question. So, so if oh, he Vernon, went Vernon into is, space, um, four hundred thousand, eh? Yeah, it's four hundred thousand a game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is is big money. <laughs> it's big money. That's big money. All right. More than I make in a year. <laughs> <laughs> four hundred grand a game. Are you telling? How me? long is a game? <laughs> 90. Right. Okay, <laughs> no, cool. no, 90. <laughs> don't even waste your time doing the math. Because it don't matter how long the game is, you're making yeah. 400 grand for... Less than two, for three hours. Exactly. Less um, than an hour. <laughs> no, it's more than an hour, for sure. Um, yeah, Kyrie Irving is a flat oofer. So I'm like, so, uh, really so just surprised. on the topic of flat oofer, right? And maybe a transition. <laughs> um... This week, there were, you know, more people launched into space, um, one of which was William Shatner, um, who, what, like, used to be on Star... I Trek. Yeah. Trek. Trek. Not was. Not Trek. I always mess up there. He's Trekkie. Star. He's a Trekkie. <laughs> yeah. Is that these people? Yes. The hand gesture people? Yeah, wow. That's a lot of people, Ooh, eh? That sounds Crips like some blood, ha- that sounds like some hate. No, no, no. Like the space hand gesture, hand gesture, like you spread your finger. Well, that anyway. anyway, whatever. Um, so if Kyrie Irving was on that flight You'd to have space, seen the would have debunked his theory. Or or mind. would he be arguing in the I feel like the people who feel like the earth is flat, their mental um, exploration is not vast enough that they would actually want to go into space to find out. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when somebody say the earth is flat, I it's like I'm not even going to waste my time arguing with you anymore. Like, it's not worth it. Okay, cool. That's your that's your belief. Bye. There's nothing you can tell somebody who actively believes the earth is flat to convince them. They've already made their mind up. So you can show them Google Earth satellite images if you want, all of that, and they will not believe it. So when everyone's like, oh my god. Also sounds like people who don't want to get the vaccine. <laughs> Hence the reason when Kyrie Irving said he wasn't getting the vaccine. I was not surprised. <laughs> the, the thing is, people don't understand. Well, it's not they don't understand, they don't know, and they haven't looked closely enough to realize that this is a selfish individual. Okay? You say Savannah? Damn, whatever. But if you follow basketball, you understand why. Oh, because the people that he were blew up Cleveland. To, um... He blew up Cleveland. Hey, hey, this is not a basketball leave. Make podcast. LeBron leave. Go Boston. Blow up Boston. Get Vex Winter working out. Even give the team a try. Leave. 
go Brooklyn. So now Katie and Harden come there on the, the hopes of, oh my God, we started Power a big three. three. Yeah. It's the three of us. We should be able to take this team. And now you basically just let down your teammates who come there. Okay? So more than likely, according to the rumors, basically what's going to happen after this season, Harden will more than likely leave the Nets. So now you lose James Harden. One of the top shooters in the league right now. Lose that man. It's, it's, and then, and for me, it's the whole, you know, I'm doing this to protect my family. It's not just me I'm thinking about kind of it. If you're really doing it to protect your family, then you'll be thinking, oh my God, I play an X amount of games on the road, which means I travel into all these places. I come in contact with all these people. Maybe I should vaccinate myself to try to catch anything to bring it back home to my family. But anyway, that's not what I brought us here for. I just wanted to let you all know, I think it's funny. Mm. You all expected anything different from a flat Ufa. <laughs> That's that, that's that's where I'm at. Um, I think the one of the other things in the news, um, or in the social interwebs is since Miami Carnival, people are like talking about what the next carnivals um are and like. You'll never who's... see the aftermath of Miami. You're talking about the next one already. <laughs> Dog. Uh, um, that's what's yeah. weird to me. Like people haven't even waited two weeks. At least 14 days <laughs> for the like last Miami Carnival event. Yeah, last week, this week that just passed was the this end. This week, it just <laughs> Like it hasn't been seven days since the last Miami Carnival event. Yeah, Y'all like... know God rested on the seventh day, right? Y'all can rest. <laughs> but COVID doesn't. Y'all can rest too, Missy. Y'all don't have to think about the next fet immediately. Like, I, I think, I think people fed. are so fet starved, so event starved, yeah, so like carnival they saw, starved. They yeah. sort of. And their skin started itching. But yeah. here's my thing. Remember, my thing. remember, like maybe two years ago, this time everybody was like carnival saturated. Yeah, yeah, like every yeah. carnival was having like so and many fets. Max, max, yeah. And now for the last like two years, people have done almost nothing. So it's like bring it on. <laughs> so not to sidetrack us, because we get here and we only swap it and got me to thinking about something. Do you believe in a case like this, we should be easing ourselves back into the groove of fetting and maybe even like rethinking, you know, boy, should I be doing five, five, six, seven, eight fets? Or maybe I should be doing like three high quality fets kind of thing. So maybe say, people yeah. are. Okay. No, maybe I, I people are. There's always going to be a spectrum, right? Yeah. There's probably going to be someone who'll say, you know what? I just need one good fit, right? And they just go, right? But there's some people who like, no, when I touch in road, I mashing up the road. I mashing up myself. I mashing up everything yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, the, the reason why I ask that is like I would think, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe just wild thought. I I kind of feel like a lot of us this past two years in this pandemic, maybe we've been at home and you know we work on ourselves and we decide you know boy the old way of me doing things. That wasn't efficient. Maybe I want better for myself. And, you know, maybe I didn't need to go to 10 fets. Maybe I just really needed, you know, free and, you know, rest myself and then... But do another, um, you know? I, I don't think... I I get you, but I don't know that there's so much, like, soul searching in that... Um, so tell me people at home, they're soul searching. All right. Huh? They they at home, they're soul searching. They Not relating to fets. They just want the goddamn fet right now. Yeah, they okay. want to, you know... Let loose and I mean, going to one isolated fet versus making the decision to go to carnival. Like, very few people would go to carnival and go to one fet. 
Woche. Nein. Um, <laughs> um, other kind of thing. Adele dropped her single, right? After. Dog. Oh, God. Years. Music. Whatever. Like. But it's sad music. Why is Adele always sad? Make it make sense. Sometimes I'm <laughs> sad. You in a relationship. She's always you going through heartbreak. Wait, do you know? Well, this album. be happy. No, no. This album is about her um, divorce. And it's about like, it's written in the context of like, she's writing it for her son. Like when he's like 20 yeah, or yeah, 30 years old to kind of explain. So she's not married right now. She's divorced. No, they're divorced. Why are you? Ah. Hold on, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. You're writing an album to explain to your son why you divorce his dad not around for him to listen to 20 or 40 years from now. Well, when, when he's like tw- in his 20s. Or when 30s. you can just talk to him when he's at like 13, sit him down. No, 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 no. There are things you will not understand as a 13-year-old boy that is over you know the... it'd be funny Dama hit like 20 and he still never listened to his murder music that's oh. like, still like I hate he's like, he's like mom your, your stuff is just not my jam it's just not my jam <laughs> and, and the whole time he's still asking the questions about why he divorced and what not and she's like just listen to the album he's like no the album is not for me mom. okay <laughs> I made it for you. You can't. That's you're what she was saying. Mom, you're not cool. I don't want to hear what you have to say on the album. Not just by, by the time he's older, what? he's like, Mom, I'm not going to listen to that 2000s music. Come on. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I listened to the song. It's not a bad song. No, it's Adele. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that supposed to mean? Just, just... It's just, Adele. Just, just, it's Adele. That's all. Because it's Adele, what... So Adelka, I don't do any wrong. I never said that. She can't put out bad music. That's what you said to me. Um, I'm not going here with you. I'm, yeah, well, I'm that's what out. you made it seem like. It's it's Adele. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going here with you. Oh, my God. Like, it's Jesus outside. <laughs> what could go wrong? It's, it's Adele. Jesus on the telephone. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh-uh. We're not doing want. this. We're not doing this. Tell him um, what you want. So, yeah, Adele put out music. All right? So what else you have to tell us about that? Not just that her album drops in November. That's it. But that's the thing I do. I think it's like, I don't know if I get the whole, I know that's how things have been, but the whole drop a single and now everyone have to like wait a month for something like that. No, she might drop other singles in that time. It's not just drop a single and disappear. She might drop other singles. We'll see. She has to build a hype train. Come on, marketing. I just want the music. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when right? you can cry I'm along with everyone else in November. Fine. <laughs> oh. um, I hear that shit play the You're going to be blasted. Um, all right. So I found a Time article that... You paid for it? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I had to give them my information. I know, because every time you try and read an article online now, after you do like two I scrolls, did... subscribe to get the rest of the article. Yeah, I had to... That is annoying. Sorry. Yeah, I did have to like give my information to I be able to read two articles on Twitter. time. So you can only read two articles a day. A day. And to read more, you have to pay. Yeah. So. Now, I do pay for the New York Times. Excuse me? But the New York Times has like good journalism. You should see my face right now the shock, the disbelief. 
I'm sure you pay for so much other stuff. Online or they send you a newspaper? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say. So they better be sending you a physical newspaper. Anyway, <laughs> like they're driving by and just like, sending that like at a the little door. boy need to be riding by with a bag of newspapers in a bag and he threw it at my door. Oh my god, <laughs> save the planet overnight anyway. shipping from New York. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the, the, I um got this article that I was saying, Why is everyone so rude right now? Ooh, okay, okay, right? That it was like, Let me, let me hear this. Here are some things, and of course, this article is in a U.S. context, so it would be interesting to talk about if this is only happening here or if it's happening everywhere, right? So it first starts saying, September was a bad month for manners. Um, on the 21st, a woman pulled a gun on servers at a Philadelphia fast food restaurant um, when they asked her to order online. Whoa. <laughs> on the 16th, several women from Texas pummeled a hostess at a New York City family-style restaurant. Okay. A few days prior to that, a Connecticut mother was investigated for slapping an elementary school bus driver. And that same week, a California woman was charged with felony assault for attacking a Southwest Airlines flight attendant and, dislodging, so and dislodging some of her teeth. And says re-entry into polite society is proving to be a little bumpy, right? And it goes on to say it seems like Americans have forgotten their manners, especially with people whose job is to assist them. Lawyers saying their clients are ruder, restaurants saying, you know, the people are ruder, flight attendants, you know, I'm you've been here. Huh? I'm bursting with anticipation to see what I have to say on this. <laughs> um, so a lot of people dealing in the customer-facing, you know, industry are, you know, bend the brunt of um, all of this, like, bad attitude and whatever, right? Um, I will pause for Vernon. The article said the Americans have forgotten their politeness. I call bullshit. Americans have never been polite. I'm sorry to any of our American listeners. This doesn't, it's not, a, I don't want to blanket statement, but a lot of people, a lot of people are not very polite. And the reason why they are not polite is they have this sense of entitlement. They believe they must get things now and it must be their way. So when I hear these things like somebody, you pull, you, you pull a gun on somebody in the restaurant because they tell you, hey, you need to place your order online. That just tell me that's your entitlement speaking there. Mm-hmm. You're so mad that you cannot do it the way that you want to do it. You believe you have the right to pull a gun on them mm-hmm. to not follow the rules of their business. Mm-hmm. That is simple things like that. W- what is it taking out of you to l- simply leave the store and go sit in your car and place the order on your phone? And then more than likely bring it out to you in your well, car. And the day. thing is, I think... I think this extends past being polite and like this is what they described or all of those examples described is just straight up violent, right? Unreasonable and violent. Ignorance. Right? It's ignorance. That's what it is. You you cannot you how you want to come to somebody's place of business where they work and disrespect them in that way. Mm-hmm. For them asking you to comply to rules that mm-hmm. they probably didn't even have any say. In. It's just their Somebody job. Somebody tell them yeah. that hey, 
this is the new rule. So when the customer come, tell them do this. So like, I mean, that's the thing, right? If a police officer would to tell them those things, would they behave in the same way? Yes, probably. Sadly, mm-hmm. you use you, you asking that question, but we've seen it. We've seen it. You saw the video a couple months back With when the, the, the police officer asked the lady to leave the bank because she wasn't oh, wearing yes, a mask. Yes, yes. And how she got on with him. A police officer and she was getting on like that with him. He could shoot her. Kill her. Probably wouldn't. But nonetheless, it's like they don't even fear for their life. As far as they can say, they're invincible. You're not going to do me anything. So I'm going to spit on you, beat you, pull a gun on you because you're not giving me my way. That's not right. Well, and I think even to where we went to, um, when we went to Dave and Buster's this weekend, right? There was basically no service staff, right? You put your order in through your phone. You charge your card, everything through your phone. You want something else, put the order in through your phone. And um, all the people are there for is to come and bring out your food. Or if you just so happen to ask you somebody. You didn't really interact with the service staff. Right. But they just came, they brought the food. Um, you need anything else? Hey, I need a straw. They bring a straw for you. Mm-hmm. I, I need some more silverware. Bring for you. But that's about it. Like they're not walking around actively. Well, and it was a significantly reduced number of service staff than yep. would have been. And that I think echoes some of the issues they're having here now in finding people to take these jobs. Southwest Airlines, which is generally one of the more difficult um, companies in general, just to get to, I saw Southwest was looking, is like on a hunt for flight attendants, right? I don't know. My mind's still blown when you see a woman pull a gun on somebody because they ask her to place an order online. Yeah. All right. Adani, any comments? Okay, I'll continue. So, um, the next, um, the next part of the article goes on to say that, um, companies have essentially started putting up either providing training materials or putting up social behavioral contracts kind of thing for people who are coming there. So, um, the Indiana university system visitors to that health system are now greeted by a sign that reads please take responsibility for the energy you bring into this space your behaviors matter so where before you know that wouldn't have had to be said at all it has to be straight up you know check your energy before check your attitude before you come in here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um another um this the Cleveland um, Clinic um, has actual behavioral contracts when patients' behavior is continually difficult. Um, in 2017, they issued nine of those contracts. So far for this year, they've issued 111, right? Um, you know what's weird to me? And maybe I'm naive or whatever, I would think that given what we've just gone through the past two years with the number of people dying and whatnot, people would be more just genuinely nicer Mm -hmm. to each other. It's like we kind of on the tail end of a pandemic, fingers crossed, Mm -hmm. we kind of making it out and whatnot. You just, and I get, you know, you're trying to get back to some sense of normal and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but I would think you would be, people would be a little just 
be kinder to each other. Well, and so here's the thing, right? I think it also works both sides because like my boss was giving me a story about how um he he him and his wife like went to a restaurant in a different, you know, place they hadn't been to in a while. It was like a steakhouse uh they go for the sides. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> he's vegan. But um they it was a steakhouse, so you know, nicer expected, nicer service, whatever. And the service was absolute you know, trash, right? Garbage. Yeah. And they were trying to be like kind and reasonable or whatever, because they've worked in service. They're not trying to pressure or whatever, but even like the the quality of service that they were getting was very like flippant and whatever. But we've experienced that. We experienced yes, that. So everyone just out of practice, being a customer and being a service. Being a service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So Danny, so, so much so the when they tried to even like speak to the manager because it was that bad, they ended up wanting to escort them out of the establishment you know for okay that so that's why i think and then if you see anushka boss eh, he's like so the chill. most unproblematic individual you could possibly encounter mm-hmm. <laughs> but um like even there it's that's why it's like that both sides thing because it's like i also under pressure that one complaint from somebody like y'all cannot H- you know Yes. Or y'all don't want to change, you know? It could be both because I was reading something that since things are opening up more, you find, uh, and a lot of places have shortages of staff. And Everyone whatnot. under You find pressure. a lot of people working double and triple mm-hmm. shifts. Mm-hmm. A, because they want more money because mm-hmm. they need to make up for the time, time that they lost. were stuck not being able to work and get paid. And B, because the companies themselves don't have people to work. Mm-hmm. So any boy that can work they take in so yeah. a lot of these people frustrated they burnt out they tired now that's not making an excuse because you can be all these things and still be kind or at least decent civil yeah not, not and even, you know, decent, just civil you know the other thing is you're seeing so many people are advertising for all of these seasonal retail jobs right because exactly. you know holiday time you know people they need more people in they the stores generally change the hours and that kind of thing and places also having difficulty getting that seasonal staff, um, staff because also working retail is not easy generally. Working retail in the holidays is not easy, right? Working retail in the holidays after a pandemic with new protocols and whatnot, that's probably hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's like just be civil to each other. Yeah. So, um, so remember I said c- companies are even changing their kind of like a- approach, right? Yeah. In that in you're responsible for the energy you bring in here. Um, behave yourself. Behave yourself. Like that's what happened in the health um, systems. But um, the article also says that um, in like a hospitality group, they came up with a please be kind toolkit, right? Um, another one a restaurant association created a billboard campaign to remind patrons that restaurants are still coming back up you know to speed and you know things will be slower like bear with us whatever right Um, but they're saying even if people have been so rude that at least one restaurant in the area felt obliged to close for the day 
to give its employees time to recover from the impoliteness of the guests. Yeah, the pool needs some emotional time to recover emotionally and mentally. But you see, and that's the thing, right? That's a that's a restaurant or whatnot that's choosing their people over money, right? I saw a video where a couple, I don't know what the girl behind the counter said to them. She didn't serve them or she didn't give them what they wanted. They threw drinks at the <gasps> girl. <sighs> they threw the drinks at her. Hi. <laughs> but it's like, you know, we've been saying for a while, like, the be kind. To hell in a handbasket. <laughs> be kind. Be a good human. Why is it so? And now it's literally coming to you having to reteach or or rephrase. Yeah. Basic human decency. Imagine that, eh? Right. And those are, that's something you teach kids, right? Like, have you ever, like, in your adult life, you, have you heard someone tell you, or be kind, or you know what I mean? Like that's the f- you hear when I you're a child. I say over and that's not nice when I say my wild things <laughs> in the group chat. But I mean, that's me. I say wild things in the group chat. But you're not not kind. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Hell no, no. You know if, the look. Even if you're not kind, you can be civil to mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. You can be civil. You can yes, no, thank you. The, you know. Uh, patience you don't raise your voice you don't shout after them mm-hmm. you don't throw things at them and, and, or pull a gun on them these kind of things they have Very ways true. to get your they have ways to get your point across that you're not happy about the service without having to escalate to those but things. you you see it it's sounding like children again right exactly. like tantrum. it's tantrums yeah <laughs> yeah very true it does sound like that and i think people are so caught up in their own lives they don't realize how bad it actually Somebody else is have it. yeah mm-hmm. like you know like i've had covid recently and my job let me go and then you but this person is at the restaurant probably almost homeless having to work three jobs just to keep the lights on like you know like it's not going to take too much from you to like just be a little more understanding but adani that goes back to something you said a couple episodes ago. Episodes ago, remember that episode we did on the whole customer service thing, where you say sometimes, you know, you come in and you meet the person behind the counter with nice, just just good energy, and mm-hmm. maybe they meet you back with that good energy. Like you, mm-hmm. from the time you walk in the store, you mm-hmm. see the person behind the counter, the face set up already and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe you go up to them and you just talk to them nicely. Maybe you know that make their day and that turn yeah, them around. Yeah, that changes. And now they they you know they helpful or at least they're not so cold with you. But a yeah. lot of them, they come in the store cool from the get-go, both the servers and the customers. You know what I find as well? I think it's also part of that is leading with the mindset of this being a transaction versus uh, first versus mm. being I'm interacting with a human Ex- first. Oh, nail on the head. Right? Yeah. You know, because it's yeah. like a lot of the times I don't think some of these people see the other person, right? Like they don't see the silver, see the um, cashier, see, see the, the whatever. Uh, they're not empathy, right? Yeah. No empathy. They just yeah. want what they want. They want their transaction, you know, well, completed. You, entitlement. Mm-hmm. I come here, I must get what I want. And mm-hmm. you must give it to me in the in, in a timely fashion. And if you're mm-hmm. not doing that, I go for a tantrum. Yeah. So, um, 
the article continues saying that, um, you know, one would think that with people not mingling with other humans, that people will return to social activity with like happiness, excitement, you know, like, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But psychologists are saying that the long separation has made social interactions more fraught. Um, and, you know, the changes in human engagement have left people anxious, confused, and especially if they do not believe the restrictions were necessarily resentful. I can see the whole anxious thing, eh? Mm-hmm. And I can see it on both sides. I can see a cashier behind the counter, mm-hmm. a customer walks in and they're on edge because they don't know what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. They don't know if they're going to get somebody. Like, like especially if, let's say, you're working and you see the person walking with no mask. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to get somebody when you ask them to put the mask on, they'll get irate mm-hmm. and argue with you. Or the person's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mask and put it on mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Or you as the customer walking in and you don't know if the person behind the counter is going to be cold and not helpful and and downright rude to you when you just try well, and place think an order. Well, and I think seeing certain see repeated behavior changes your expectation, right? So it, 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 so it something it, so it, it, something it, it, so simple, right? Yeah. I went to the doctor. When you go to the doctor, they take your blood pressure. They take my blood pressure. They're like, oh, good, right? And I'm like, I don't know why every time somebody takes my blood pressure, they like, oh, good. And the woman who took it that day was like, you're the only normal blood pressure reading I got for the whole day. God damn. Right? So for her, I it guess for them is, <laughs> yeah, for them, I guess they say it, it's excitement or whatever to even like, okay, yes, I got a good one. And that's why I'm saying a similar thing could be happening for the servers and stuff like that because they're going in with the expectation. If it's going to be bad pa- already. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, you. So this kind of tracks with how the article continues because then it says our fight instincts instincts are triggered. And I this has come up a lot in my conversations in the past two weeks of like how we've been living in this um fight f- flight freeze kind of thing and what is for a long time and what is the effect on us oh, and living that, in a fight flight or freeze situation collectively yeah really mm. so um so oh. a psychologist says we're going through a time where physiologically people's threat system is at a heightened level This period of threat has been so long that it may have had a damaging effect on people's mental health, which for many has then been further debilitated by isolation, loss of resources, the death of loved ones, and reduced social support. During COVID, there has been an increase in anxiety, reported increase in depression, increased demand for mental health services. Lots of people, in other words, are on their very last move. This is true whether they believe the virus is an existential threat or not. Half of the people fear COVID. Half of the people fear being controlled. Interesting. Um, and then oh. heightening the anxiety, the current situation is completely unfamiliar to most people. Nobody expected what happened. We didn't have time to prepare psychologically. Um. 
And just when it seemed like the danger has passed, other limitations arrive. Staff shortages, product shortages, longer delivery times. So when people are thinking, okay, now we can go shopping and go out, they're finding that it's not back to normal and there's more frustration. So it's like if you have to think of the whole thing in context, like for we are kind of in this fight or flight, you know, kind of response of just like also us even expecting the worst and us even when it looks so confusing yeah, because no, i wonder in where i'm at because i feel like i've always been a careful person end of story it's not mm. a fear of something it's just i am a careful individual if it happened it happened i'm not afraid but if i can do something to prevent it from happening or at least um reduce the chances of it happening then <laughs> So yeah. I'm careful. So what am I? Because I don't feel like I fight. I fighting or I f- um flying. Or I but frozen. at a point in the pandemic, it kind of did feel like that. The uh, just like heaviness of one thing after the other kind of thing, right? Mm. So even if it may not be affecting you on like a personal level, but anxious, like we are on edge with what's happening in the world next kind of thing. Uh, but maybe it's a maybe there's like however you plot it like however the curve may fall yeah let me be honest i don't think i i anxious about it uh. but at one point what i'm saying is depending on the curve there was one point you were because for me well you know what i can't it's, it's not it's i think why i say that is because for me and it's something i sometimes i feel guilty about saying i felt like the pandemic was the best thing for me so maybe that's why I feel that way. Because like I felt like I got a lot of the time that I, I had lost. I got it back and I was able to do mad things, you know, with you and spend time and that kind of stuff. And so maybe that's why I feel the way I feel. But yes, I can see. But I, I think if you returned saying. to after even having this time, if you return to an office, you would be even more irritable than you were before you left the office. Yes. Right. If but you had to deal with, tra- to deal with the people. No, but if you had to deal with traffic now, after not having to deal with traffic for however long, you would be you wouldn't have the space. Like you wouldn't have the capacity. You'd be frustrated. You'd be even more thing. frustrated. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'd be more frustrated? I'd go back to my previous state of. Frustration. I think you would be more frustrated because then you didn't have to deal with this for however many months, and it's back to this. You know, bullshit, and I, I, I didn't have to live like this. You know what I mean? So, so this says, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're mm -hmm. right, you're right. When you, when you put it that way, yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. So, um, somebody had a client that grew so irate when the car in front of him did not respond quickly enough to a green light that he followed it home and went and knocked on the driver's window. I said to him, in Chicago, are you crazy? Right? I, I want to ask But that's question. how some people walking out, walking, like, that's, that's how humans behave outside here. Eh? I want to ask a question, but I'll not ask a question. Because yeah no just I, no i'm not asking that question um, so has a so that, then, that is messed up i i don't think i well, so I, even here right i think this oh, validates some of what you said earlier people feel almost entitled to be rude to people who are not in a position of power, power. 
especially when they come at them and remind them of the fact that they have to do their piece Mm. to get rid of the pandemic. Right. So it's an entitlement thing as well of saying, who are you to tell me? how to behave and that's still not seeing the person as a human and not being empathetic you know um kind of thing so is that just a american issue no um i i was going to say i think this is a worldwide issue i'm going to be honest with you i believe the pandemic it has caused, it has stripped back a lot of the facades and the the stuff of the world. And now you start to see the world for its true colors. You start to see people for their true selves. You're seeing who is selfish, who is entitled. Mm-hmm. You, Because you, everybody has been in the house. They mm-hmm. haven't been able to express themselves and do those things. So, so they get out and now they're doing it. So stop, stop, stop. Right, you said they haven't been able to express themselves. Right, what this says is, with things going digital, we don't have to filter ourselves yes. as much as yes. we used to. On the internet, people feel like they can say anything; they no longer guard themselves, yes. and the person thinks that they are transferring their lack of filter into public life. So it's I like, said it, and then mm-hmm. I thought about is that it's not that they haven't been. They've been so used to doing it online mm-hmm. that they go that outside they think and that, they continue. It. And, they and that's it. the thing, right? Like that behavior online gives such a sense of power, right? Oh, yeah. That when they, you know, power, as you say, power and entitlement, right? That like, they oh feel. God, I argued with this person all the way in the UK and I win in and the they, argument. And they're and saying I sh- whatever. I shitting on them and he and, can't do nothing about and it. And that has corrupted the social dynamics right and comportment and manners and whatever right so yeah boy it's 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 crazy it's a it's a it's a crazy 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 world in right now and like i say i feel like the pandemic it has like stripped back a lot of you know the the I was. I, do you want to call them social norms, or is it that it's just that it's stripped back a lot of the facades, like I said, and people are just showing their true self, like raw, unfiltered. It's just like I entitled. I want. I deserve that. I. I, I want that now. And you go to do it, or, I, or either I go to throw the drink after you. I ask to see the manager and tell the manager you should be fired. And mm-hmm. you know them kind of things. I, um. I think another interesting thing that they said in the article is also like. Now behind masks, you losing the facial expressions of a yeah. smile or these kinds of like you know facial little cues mm-hmm, yeah, that you'd pick up connection on. and yeah. you know like these kinds of thing that like make it even worse, right? Because I mean, if you walking in somewhere like sometimes I find myself sunglasses on, mask on, right? Like, I'm not connecting, you know, with anybody. Like, I'm not looking into the... We're not looking into each other's eyes. We're not smiling for each other. We're not, you know? Um, And essentially, what the psychologists are saying is that everyone needs to slow down, breathe, (laughs) you know, 
patient anger management like so, pause you know let me ask you a question that kind of thing knowing that and that's the end of the article yeah, knowing that and hearing what the psychologist has said do you all think we're going to get back to normal or like um this is going to die down and get better so uh, well, i think well, i think that's another thing we also need to kind of stop seeing getting back to normal because yeah, yeah. we've I, gone through I, this I, thing of like it's radical change and that's what's also getting people frustrated because they're expecting things to be like back. what they yeah. will be for that's yes. why people are depressed as well they're expecting to have the things that they had two years yeah. ago you so know i wanted to rephrase not normal in terms of like it go back to what it was but i mean like in terms of like people having basic human decency again that's that's what i meant you know mm-hmm. like you're not pulling a gun on somebody because they tell you to place the order online type thing um i think eventually it will things will find a plateau that people are comfortable with okay okay yeah so eventually movement will be less restricted People will start working again, probably more than they are now. Jobs will start to like normalize. People will get back on their feet. And people have a lot less to be upset about. And maybe the fact that they had things so tough in the years prior to, and they remember how it was peak pandemic, maybe that will also help them be more grateful for what they are going to receive in the future. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that. That makes sense. But like, even on that, right? Like, it highlights the need, right? Like, if the world that we lived in blew up, right? And now we are challenged with rebuilding a new world, right? What you want it to look like? It needs to be a world that is focused on things like gratitude, empathy, patience, you know, like, those essential, you know, like, you get what I'm saying? Whereas, like, people are just, some people are just, everyone's trying to build something different or, like, build, just rebuild the house how it was. You get what I'm saying? So, here's the thing, and that's how I say, I get you and I agree with you. It does need to, you know, we come together and we build something in common for all of us. But no one's unifying. There's no, like, there's no sentiment of that. What history has shown us is, we are always divided, mm-hmm. and we will always be divided. We, well, we, I we divided by race, we divided by um um financial um status or, or, or societal status. They always have something they're using to divide us mm-hmm. and make some kind of class system or something. Mm-hmm. And I think until you can get rid of that whole idea of a class system. And everybody understand like we all one, like we all equal. Mm-hmm. It'll go back to the same thing it was. They will find a way to build it back into what it was before. Mm. Well, and I mean that's the thing, right? Maybe it is separate people building separate worlds, right? You you get what I'm saying? Okay, and if the separate if the worlds could stay separate and people do come into right, each but they're gonna time. collide. But somebody is always wanting to leave their world and go in somebody mm. else's world and take something that's not mm-hmm. theirs or take their land or, or it's, it's always yeah. people cannot just leave people where they are they always have to go in their in their um 
they 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 bubble a mess with them. But that's one other time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. I guess. Let yeah, that's us a pretty know. interesting article, eh? That's what I. That's yeah, why I shared that it in the a group. Pretty interesting article. <laughs> um, and and a lot of the points that they didn't make in the article is it, true. Like I didn't think about it. The fact that people were, you know. The, the whole fight or flight and that even I, like, I, I really didn't think about well it that even when i went it. to the doctor they were saying like everyone is going everyone is anxious or depressed right now mm-hmm. they were even saying like look up adrenal fatigue because they think everyone going through some portion of adrenal yeah. fatigue because everyone am cortisol um levels are like up there i'm thinking am i anxious or depressed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Um, um, but yeah. Oh, before we left, well, before we leave, I mean, I guess in closing, it's something I I can say. Cause something, you know, throughout my week, that like that happened, that I, I I just thought about. It's something that I want us to bring back, although I I stand to wonder if it was ever really there, like bring back or make popular people saying I don't know, or I was wrong. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I I wish we could get back to that because I've had some interactions with some people this week. Some of them forced interactions, mm. and for me, the whole time I was thinking like, "Yo, it's okay to say you don't know, mm-hmm. or it's okay to say you're wrong." Mm-hmm. Like, it's but I think anything. it's that also that culture that's been created of. I need to be right. I need to defend my position. I need to be in a, a power stance, you know, kind of thing. Let me something. I, I maybe maybe I I I I have a problem when my boss asks me something and I don't know the answer. I just should tell him I don't know. But if you give me some time, I can try and f- figure it out for you. Mm-hmm. I don't have no time playing this game and saying I know because I feel like when you say you know or you try and fake it till you make it, I feel like it's kind of like dig you in a hole that like if it turned out to be wrong. Then like it's even worse. Like everybody looking at you like, oh, you said it was this and it, it's not. And so for me, it's like, yo, it's okay to say you don't know. It's even it's okay to say you you wrong. You you were wrong. Like I I might actually respect you more for like, damn, oh mm-hmm. okay. Like you recognize you're wrong or you just don't know. And yeah, maybe we can work together to figure it out type of thing. But that's yeah. Um, but in closing, guys, mind your business, drink your water, and be a decent human being. Okay. I hope everybody has a good week. Please interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you you have us to give us your thoughts on on this topic, this episode. Because I really think it was an interesting one. Um, it really shows how boy the pandemic is. The pandemic really fucked us up, eh? Like socially, economically, health wise, all kind of you you seen like this shit has had some serious effect on us, but. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, It's been another episode. We're out.